What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk KC on Cowboy. Fellas, go ahead and introduce yourselves. What up, KC? Lee 86. What it do, baby? D Beats 1492. And before I kick it back to you, Cal, all these media heads, don't you ever, 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 ever in your life compare Lamar Jackson to Patrick Mahomes. Ever, ever, ever. Again, Mahomes is in a tier of his own. That's all I have to say. All right, all right, all right. Good point. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs and the Ravens, let's go ahead and kick it off with them, man. The Chiefs was victorious down in Baltimore, 34-20. to 20. Went down there and handled business. Uh, let me go ahead and go off into some of the uh, stats. <laughs> of our Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Pat Mahomes was 31 of 42, 385 yards, four TDs, zero INTs. Mr. Hilaire went for 20 carries, 64 yards, zero TDs. Pat Mahomes had four carries, 26 yards, one TD. Our top receivers was uh, Travis Kelsey, six receptions, 87 yards, zero TDs. Mikko Harbin had four receptions, 81 yards, one TD. And uh, Tariq Hill came up behind him with five recessions, 77 yards, one TD. On the defensive side, fellas, we had no sacks, but defense did take care of business. Like I said, uh, Baltimore, we handed them their uh, X in the road and handled business down there. Like Beast was saying, don't ever compare him to our uh, general. He, do, he doesn't add up. But, fellas, what do you think about this game? Hold on, Lee, before he uh, – I could have sworn we had at least about three or four sacks on Lamar last night. Are you sure about that? Nah, bro, we had – I'm sorry, fellas. I was looking at the wrong thing. INTs, my bad. Chris Jones had two. Uh, Neiman had one, and Frank Clark had one. So, yeah, we had a total of four sacks. My bad. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just making sure, I, buddy. Yeah, I was, I, I, was about to, I was about to correct him on that. Yeah, looking in the wrong column. I was looking at INT. Yeah, we had four sacks. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Chiefs, Chiefs going into MT Bank Stadium, man. Mr. September and uh, Pat Patrick Mahomes there, man. Um, real, j- just just overall, this offense, man, just did what they had to do, man. He distributed that ball around. You know, uh, that was just so good to see. You know, just to for him, just to you know, in this offense to click how they were doing um, against supposedly the best defense <laughs> in the conference. But uh, that's on a different day, a different day's discussion. But uh, they did what they had to do, man. You, you know, you take away the fumble from Darren Thompson and the blunders from Harrison Bucker. I, I understand, which is, which is cool, but you know, they did what they had to do, man. Short and sweet. Um, they came out in the, on a collision course with supposedly the, you know, top two quarterbacks in the conference. But, you know, uh, it's Pat versus a running back to me. I've always said that. But the offense did what they had to do, man. Big kudos to Andy Reid and the Chiefs and uh, and Patrick Mahomes, man, for going into M&T Bank and getting this dub. Yeah, I just want to add to Lee's point as far as the blunders that we had. This game really should have – we should have hung 40 to 50 points on these fools, man. 
last night. We mm. really should have. This should have been like 40 or 50 to 10 at best. Um, just to think, just thinking on that, um, I think, you know, we haven't reached our full potential yet. If we get those, if we clean those little kinks and stuff like that, man, we'd be unstoppable. And then just as far as the game goes, um, it seemed like the offense was just having fun. Andy Reid um, with the play calling, getting Sherman involved, getting Fisher involved, and then the distribution of the ball to, you know, Hilaire, Kelsey, Hill, Hardman, Watkins. Um, I believe that's those are the eight guys. But, yeah, you know, and then big kudos to the defense. Now, everybody all week was talking about how they were going to run on us. Yeah, Lamar had, it, you know, his couple runs here and there. But big is up to the defensive line, linebackers, in the secondary, too, because the wide receivers, Sneed and Hollywood Brown, was a non-motherfucking factor. Okay. So, just all around good teams. And I just like that, you know, they wasn't even hitting on all cylinders. So, that's something that they can – go back in the classroom and talk about and talk about getting better to where they can reach their full potential just short and sweet. Right, right, right. It was a uh, very great game. The Chiefs was definitely able to go in and handle business. Butler did have uh, two missed field goals, so he need to kind of definitely sure that up. Uh, but as yeah. for the offense, like you were saying, uh, they were able to pretty much do whatever they wanted to do on that field. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a, I got a real, uh, I had a real interesting time to, you know, uh, the complexity of the offense in which uh, took center stage last night, led by our general Patrick Mahomes. It was just very interesting to see that you can tell these guys practice on this timing and things of that nature. Plenty of times where they were baiting Marcus Peters, who they know are is known for jumping routes and things of that nature. The McCall Hartman touchdown. You had Tyreek Hill pretty much flaring across the middle. And Pat, you know, Pat, Pat putting it on, you just putting it on the dot to Miko Hartman. You know, um, Marcus Peters was ready to jump that route to Tyreek Hill. You know, um, that was on third and 14. But, you know, it was just a good thing to see, man. You know, uh, I'm glad that Sammy Watkins was active for this game. He proved once again the catches he makes are real big and clutch. So, you know, uh, but this is, you know, short and sweet on the defense, man. Uh, I was telling my dad, man, the first – first possession where the Ravens just kind of methodically got down to the eight-yard line. With us holding them to a field goal, I said, here it go, Pops. That's a momentum swing. You know, we held them to that three. They weren't able to punch it in. But this is the fun stat. We held them literally to six points again. I told Beats about this this little tidbit before the game. Last year, we held them to six points entering the fourth quarter. We did the same thing last night. You take away that kickoff return. This defense held that offense in Lamar Jackson to six points for the second year in a row. Entering in. But, yeah, man, uh, like I was just kind of, you know, technical difficulties there. Um, but like I was saying, man, like I was telling my pops how they methodically moved the ball down the field, you know, their first possession. You know, uh, for us to stop them and hold them to that field goal, that was just big. 
And that, you know, that was something that I said, Pops, you know, all right, here go the momentum shift. You know, for this defense for a second consecutive year to hold this, you know, Lamar Jackson-led offense to six points entering in the fourth quarter because you take away that kickoff return. This defense, again, I just told Beats about that the other day. You know, this defense technically held this offense to six points looking at that game from last year. So, so to do that for a second consecutive time, man, it's just kudos to Spags, man. You could tell the adjustments was made after that first drive. We're, we're accustomed to seeing the defense keep going out there, going out there. Spags is good at, at adjusting. So that's all I got to say on the defense, man. Hearts out to the defense, Sack Nation and everybody, man. They did what they had to do. Put up or set up. Well, as for the running back of uh, slash QB of uh, Baltimore, he looked mediocre at best against this Chiefs uh, team. Uh, it shows that I was thinking, and maybe in this year coming up, that Lamar Jackson would develop something with his quarterbacking technique, and he definitely hasn't. I mean, he looks terrible as a quarterback. Yes, his leg. <laughs> I mean, yes, his legs is his best attribute. He can run and take off. He has speed. God give him talent when it comes to that. But when it comes to the quarterback position, he doesn't have it. I mean, I could just tell from the way he was throwing that ball last night and how the ball looked coming out of his hand that he's he's very unorthodox unorthodox when it comes to uh, quarterbacking. So uh, it doesn't matter who the fuck he had on on that field as raw receivers. He couldn't get it to him just because he doesn't have that potential. He doesn't have that greatness of a Pat Mahomes. He doesn't have the greatness of a of a Baker Mayfield at this point at throwing that ball. I mean, I was talking to Beast about that shit last night. He just looked terrible, man. It, it, it was like a, a a pro team playing a high school football team. Mm-hmm. It, it did look like that. I'm not gonna lie. It, 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 it just looked like they was just taking layups, like. Or like a very like Yao Ming, and you can just go boop right into the basket, just boop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, that's a credit to the defensive front too, with them guys getting their hands up and things of that nature. Uh, there was plenty of times where he would kind of check down, like you could tell he was going into a throwing motion, but with the defensive lineman getting their hands up, he'd kind of pull it back down. So that's just a credit, man. And you know, uh, the reason why this defense was able to thrive like that is, you know, the front four is getting pressure. They don't have to blitz and things of that nature. They they were able to keep guys back there and confuse him. So, but back to the Lamar Jackson, I've always said it. All of his highlights have came with him using his legs, not his his arm, and you know using his sheer accuracy. Uh, you know that was real mind boggling. You know that that this game was even hyped up like that because Lamar Jackson has never been on the tier that Patrick Mahomes has been on. And I I, I just knew it. I just, like I, I said it before the game, you force him to have to throw the ball, their offense is out of whack. So it's just a, it's just a credit, man, to our offense and everything, man. Just a just an all, all-around solid team win, man, to go 3-0. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Reid definitely pulled out the bag of tricks on offense yesterday, man. It seemed like they was having fun out there on that field. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
and uh, speaking of the high school football team, uh, just let me give you their stats just to show you how dominant this uh, Chiefs defense was yesterday. Uh, Lamar Jackson went for 15 of 28. I'll repeat, 97, <laughs> repeat 97 yards. One TD, and that was with his legs. No, but that, but that, well, yeah, that one TD is with his legs, right? Yeah. No, mm, no. No, he threw, yeah, he threw it to uh, Boyle or whatever his name was. Boyle, one of those guys, yeah, it was last night. But, uh, yeah, uh, and, uh, zero INTs. But uh, in the rushing column, like I said, this is where he is dangerous. Nine carries, 83 yards, zero TDs. We shut down everybody else when it comes to the rushing. Uh, we shut down everybody in wide receivers. No big standouts besides the one long reception touchdown by Boyle. Mm-hmm. Uh and we didn't allow any sacks or any INTs from their defense. That's we did have one. We did have one return by uh, Duvernay uh, that shocked us uh, that it returned a uh, touchdown. What was you about to say? No, I was just gonna say, man, it's just <laughs> you take away that you take away that kickoff return, man. That's just that's just pure dominance, bro. Like I said, <laughs> I just. <laughs> That that that's a stat, a stat that stood out to me. You held them to six points going into the fourth quarter for a second consecutive year. That's just yeah. that's just crazy, man. That's that's a credit, dude. I don't care what nobody say. That's a championship. That's championship football right there. Yeah, buddy. One last thing, I guess, before we move on or whatever. I just want to add to Patrick Mahomes his development. You've seen it last night. He's audible, audibling at the line, you know, he's making the checks. You can hear it since there's nobody in the in the uh, stadium pretty much. Um, you know, he's telling Andy Reid, no, nah, give me the ball. I'm up there reading his lips when it's fourth, fourth and short on their side of the field, you know, give me the ball or when it's uh, – or in a certain situation, go ahead and kick he look at Andy Reid. So, you know, this, this we already knew that this was Patrick Mahomes' team, but he's just taking that next step to where, you know, he's – He's calling his own plays. He's calling his own shots. He's calling the protect, the protections. You know, uh, the defensive coordinator of the uh, of the uh, Ravens didn't have an answer for it. You know, he tried everything. He tried all these exotic blitzes, zero uh, zero uh, cover uh, blitzes, and different zone blitzes, and and Pat had it figured out, man. So I just want to give kudos to him on his development of you know figuring that stuff out just from the just from start to finish throughout, you know, we had those little blunders of, you know, uh, you know, Darwin Thompson fumbling and didn't uh, convert on that one fourth and one um, to sh- with Sherman. But besides that, man, I mean, sky's the limit pretty much. It's unhinged. Mm-hmm. And you show right. You show right about that too, beat shit, man. Uh, Bark, uh, Barkdale was throwing the kitchen sink at Mahomes, man. It's just like he was not phased by what he was throwing at him. Yeah, they said that the uh, that the Ravens blitz uh Mahomes forty percent of the forty percent of his uh, dropbacks, forty five percent. So, and we didn't give up a sack. So that's kudos to the line and kudos to Pat for. Uh, you know, being elusive and getting the ball out and making the right reads and creating stuff on the fly. Like I said, with this game here, the Chiefs definitely show their dominance within the AFC and within the NFL. So give us our respect. 
we are the current NFL champs. There's no uh, – we're still crowned until somebody takes it. So, well, mm-hmm. listen to yeah, this. I heard some – I was re- looking at some stuff on YouTube earlier. You got a couple guys up there talking about New England this week, talking about Bill Belichick. I was like, oh, shut up about New England. Man, Man Cam, Cam Newton and the Patriots ain't seen nothing – Nothing like this. So, yeah, they going they go. It's gonna be that notion. But you know, my thing is this. To me, the I'm gonna just say this, and I said it before. I said it. The the Baltimore Ravens is not the second best team in this conference at all. You, <laughs> nah. I'm I'm saying the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, just watch out for Pittsburgh because they're they're on top of that division right now as we currently speak. You know, uh, I don't know how the game is going to go this weekend between them and the Titans with all the latest developments, but right. it's clearly. I don't think Baltimore is the second cut team. How everyone thinks in this AFC. And uh, to piggyback on what you said, I believe it's uh, Buffalo in my eyes. I was uh, talking to uh, Beast the other day about it. I was big on Buffalo last year. Buffalo is killing in their uh, respective division as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I think Buffalo's gonna take the prob- probably take the East. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo is very much a con- uh, very much a contender, very much. Yeah, so, like I said, kudos to the Chiefs, man, for taking care of business, shutting up the naysayers for now. Because they'll never shut up and give us our respect. You know, they think we're a Mickey Mouse team. And clearly we're the fucking Popeye, not the Bluto on the block. So they need to give us our respect. But uh let's go ahead and move it along there, fellas. Let's go ahead and go on into this bubble. The Boston Celtics was taken out by the Miami Heat in the Did not expect that. Thought they were taking to a seven-game stretch. Lee said it, so I believed it. Boston couldn't do it. Miami is now in the in the NBA Finals. First time in some years since, I guess, the uh, LeBron and um, mm. uh, D-Wade there. So it's been about, what, six years, six, six seven years uh, since they've been in the Finals. And uh, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about them before we go over to the Western Conference. What do you guys think about Miami making it to the Finals? Yeah, uh, like you said, I did predict that series to possibly go seven, but man, um, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Harrow, and you know, just that, just that cast that they got going on. Um, Eric Spoelstra, you know, uh, coaching them guys and having a good scheme, you know, it was just too much for the Boston Celtics. Um, <laughs> you know, they just they 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 just. Kept on, kept on, you know, playing good D and making necessary stops and good offense every semi area possession down, you know, to make it to the finals. You know, um, you know, just congratulations to the Miami Heat. You know, um, I know they'll be playing the Lakers, you know, in the finals. So we shall see. I just, I just thought Boston would be a little bit more competitive. I just thought they had a little bit more, you know, star power that could get them over the edge, but, you know, it's in the bubble. So it's any man's game now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, B. Yeah, I was making sure I was, I was hoping you was going to Yeah, I don't have too much on it because I didn't watch that last game, but I did. Um, you know, I'm, I'm been going with the Miami Heat this since they made it to this point. So uh, I'm just going to stick with them all the way through. I'm going to go with the underdogs here. I know that's not the popular pick here, but – 
just knowing me, I like going with the underdogs, baby. So, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that and just seeing if they can at least, uh, least make it a series and at least make it go six, maybe. Um, but just see what happens this game one tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. Like I said, yeah, well, now, uh, yeah, the L.A. Lakers is the other team on the Western Conference joined in the minute finals. But uh, I don't know about this one because L.A. has great height, length, athleticism. Uh, Miami has athleticism. Some great young players coming off that bench. But this is going to be an interesting uh, series to watch. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. You were saying something, Cal? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's going to be a pretty interesting series because these teams are both two different types of teams. It's, it's really no comparison. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like you said, the, the with the Lakers, you know, having that height with AD and uh, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of tough to, you know, think Crowder and, you know, those guys can bang, bang with those – you know, with that with that kind of depth and that height, you know, night in and night out. So, but this is going to be an interesting, interesting uh, final series between the Miami Heat and the Lakers. You know, uh, I do believe it gives LeBron uh, – Le, 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 I actually heard that the Lakers were actually wanting to play the Miami Heat. So, there you go. I think LeBron James is going to, you know, kind of – going to kind of want to do – you know, what he's capable of doing, especially in the finals to earn his fourth, you know, championship, especially against Pat Riley, you know, uh, that's still there in Miami. So you have that little tidbit that you got to kind of play into it too. So it just seems like the stage is set for the Lakers to, and LeBron James to get that number four uh, title or that fourth title for LeBron. But I got, I can see it being interesting. Like you said, I, Lakers and uh, Lakers and six in my book. Yeah, I believe the Lakers are going to take it as well. Uh, I just hope it's a good, competitive, and entertaining um, series to end out this bubble. But like I said, pretty soon the NBA will be rejuvenated. as well. So, that's crazy bubble little season that we had. <laughs>